Hello, how are you doing? Nice to see you. All the best. Welcome to Catalonia. If you weren't here for yesterday's test live stream, you wouldn't know where I am. I'm in a cellar in Catalonia and it's boiling. But doing here in the mornings, it's not quite so boiling. There's a mosquito just land on my leg there. Just had to get it. All right, good to see you. Always a pleasure. Never a chore on that. Rocking the Metroland t-shirt. That's what you got to do. Can't wear two on top anymore. It's been taken over by Rungan, so it's all about flying them flags, isn't it? See who's in the comments. See who's a boot. Joanne's in. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Zoe. Big Bob Grady's in. Nice to see you. Susie's in. Nice to see you, pal. Who else? Who else is a boot? Who's a boot? Duncan's in. Good morning to you all from a lush, rainy burn-up field. Hello from the hills of Catalonia, and it's far from raining. Though we're all going to get a thunderstorm later, right? But it's not going to be one of those ones which um, produce rain, sadly, or even lower the temperature. It's just going to scare dogs, which is what we're all about. Is the sound all right, by the way? And does the picture look all right? Um, first of all, right... I've made you a video, which I'll show you at the on the next show. It just wasn't in the right format and I didn't have time to do it. Um, but the other side over there is a road, literally the other side. You might have just heard a moped. You also might hear um, Catalan Hill people having a full-on conversation, which is what happened when I was teeing all this stuff up just there, which I'm not really opposed to because I think it'll do something for the podcast. <laughs> so if that happens, um, I might just get this lead and walk over and just record them over there actually there's like a kind of like an old school garage door but it's barriered off now so that goes straight out into the the street and it's that like high-sided sort of trying to um get rid of the sun type of thing and it doesn't fucking work because i was boiling oh no i've swore oh well terrible times two minutes in bob sin looking good nice one jez hunting nice to see you man sounds Sound good, pictures good, class. Leon, have you moved there? No. Um in the summer we um well started last year. Um it's actually cheaper if we rent houses and things and go off and just do digital nomadry. So um my partner and I can work with a lot of our stuff online. So we just like to swim in rivers and actually have a quality of life. Also, I'll just like from a personal standpoint, I like to experience climate change and all of that and i'll be talking a bit about what's been going on because i've got heat exhaustion and it's not nice but i'm all right to be doing this as long as i've got the tea but now nah, i haven't moved there at all or oh, here yeah, because i'm here but as you can see the pitchforks of the catalan revolution are right behind us thanks airbnb people for putting those in very good he is so what else we got for you is right i'll tell you what i need to just take stock so we'll let a few more people join i just need um when i say take stock i just need a bit of ravi and a bit of tea been having the run around today it's one of those things right where when it's a heat wave like this and you've got a border collie you get no if you've had a bad night's sleep you get no because if you don't that's the window to run them and if you don't run him in that window, he's going to be bouncing off the walls of the place you're stuck in for 12 hours because it's basically going to kill you outside. Honestly, this time of year, it just gets right on my nerves. Like, really. Weekend, though, is going to be class. It's going to drop to, like, 20-odd degrees and overcast, which is fucking great. 
getting plenty of miles in. I'm getting like 5k in in the mornings, which is like maintenance, but I need more. I'm feeling like I'm bouncing off the walls. Me and Zeb are the same. Oh, that team, man. Seriously. Oh, simple pleasures, my friends. Simple bloody pleasures. Anyway, we've got a smorgasbord for you today. Um, I figured there's a few things that we should touch on and a few things we should catch up on as well. So, bink, what's fast? So, just to follow on from the last show, hold on a minute, I'll just pull Leon's comment off screen. Charla's in there, looking exotic. Joe exotic, me pal, always, always. Right, hold on, Charla. Right. So from Glastonbury, just following on from the show we did before the weekend, before we went on the road uh, from the Dorset Eye, Outrage Glastonbury Festival goes, show the big lie despite ban, bit of noise come from behind us, um, cheers, whoever's running some kind of like agricultural machinery down the alley. Can you hear that? Let us know if you can hear those noises because um, I just need to know. <laughs> right, Bob's in. Fingers crossed that climate change has he doesn't take your arse out like last day. I hope so, mate. That would be class. Not sure Alice has recovered from the mental image. I'm not sure she has either, to be honest. I sh I'll ask her though, or texting about something else last night. Something mad going on in her life. Honestly, the noise. You've got to be able to hear this. Somebody's driving a tractor, like the other side of that wooden gate thing. Cheers, mate. Did you do it all started? Thanks, like. Cheers, no. Could you actually hear this? Let us know. Right. Oh, that's cool. Leon's saying, can hear it barely if you're silent. That is testament how I've mic'd this up, by the way. And this is one of the reasons why we use these stage mics, because they've got a short range there. If you use one of those, like, other ones, you know, the USB ones you plug in. Shit. But loads of people use it for podcasting and that. And you can just hear the busies going by and all kinds of stuff, man. It's like, you don't need that in your life. So I'm pleased because it's literally like three meters that way. Tractors just went past. So happy with that. So Jez is saying only just your loads louder. Belter. Thanks for that. So I'll not worry because that's about as loud as it could get. So that's all right. Anyway, I just want to shout up real news. Um, Dust I'd said like, oh, this, these are the like, outraged people who did it. These are the people who did it. Um, I know Sean... Um, personally, actually, would uh, did some work together at festivals at Boomtown um, before lockdowns, and uh, really great, great people. And as you can probably see, they're the ones that arranged all of these different showings over the course of the weekend to defy the diktat from on high at Glastonbury. So, um, just wanted to shout them up before we all transition into new stuff. Please go give them a, a follow on the social media. You can see on the screen there. That is their YouTube channel. So please go subscribe to that. It's just real news, R double E L news. That's what you need. Also, um, their Facebook page here. If you want to email them, info at realnews.co.uk. What a nice thing would be they've got um, on Facebook one review. So if we could go to facebook.com, I think it would be just forward slash real news, R double E L news. Just leave them a nice review, big them up for the whole Glastonbury thing, because at the end of the day, those small acts of dissent, they all add up, and it changed the narrative around it over the weekend to something a bit more um, confrontational, a bit more um, 
I, I think as a result of this, a lot of people have found their voice and it shouldn't be underestimated. Also, not just on this, Real News do a variety of great work. Um, they did something on um, Me Too within the trade union movement. If you look at hashtag M-U-T-O-O, uh, you'll find out um, what they've done there and the documentary that they made. Um, so yeah, check out their work. It's really good. And these are some of the best independent media around, certainly in the UK. And um, it would be really great if we get their followers up and share their work. Because um, that's how we do it at the end of the day. I mean, you look at all this stuff that's been bubbling around online, which didn't make the cut today around The Guardian, John Harris, and just being completely either deluded or willfully ignorant, or both, to the fact that he specifically and the wider Guardian did everything they could to keep Corbyn out. So get amongst it. So anyway, to organize a screen of old Jeremy Corbyn, the big lie, email Norman Thomas on norm6344 at gmail.com. That's norm6344 at gmail.com. What's been really good is something called the Streisand effect. And what the Streisand effect is, is when Barbara, Barbara Streisand, when the internet was first like, proliferating, people posted a picture of a house from one of them Hollywood tours, something like that. She tried to get some kind of injunction against that, not really understanding the internet or whatever. And um, everybody and their dog posted this picture online. So you can find it anywhere. I, you know, there's a conversation we had around privacy and that kind of thing. I'm just going to um, tweak me mic. Hold on a minute. Sure, that'll be a little bit better. Um, so yeah, there's a conversation we had about privacy, but at the end of the day, the Streisand effect is very much a thing. You ban a thing and people have more interest in it. I mean, the film Clockwork Orange is a great example of that. Um, that was banned for a lot of years. And I remember like VHS is going around school and that was many years after, even then after it was released. So Streisand effect, I don't think they really understood what it was about. And let, let's, be, let's be honest as well. Glastonbury originally put lawyers on, on the film and the lawyers said it wasn't anti-Semitic. So make of all that what you will. So if you want to do a screening, the screening's happening all over the country. Go to norm6344 at gmail.com. If you do it, let us know and we'll promote it for you. Also, I want to give an absolutely massive big up to Jez Hunt, right? And he wouldn't want us to actually say, say this. I don't know if we would have wanted to have that conversation, but he's done an amazing thing. And what he did was he contacted me the other day. Um, he donated a bit of money to MTC, which I'm massively grateful for, and we'll put that to good use. But he also donated some money to buy uh, HEPA air filters for um, people who might be clinically vulnerable and whatever. And that happened um, on Friday. Um, Zoe and Leon got one because obviously, as you know, they've met through um, the live chat here and um, they go and see each other quite often, but they both have clinical vulnerabilities. So Jez stepped into the mix and he donated some money via the cow. I then ordered one and had it sent to Leon's as Zoe was going there. So I haven't actually, because we've been on the road, I haven't actually like spoke to you since. So if you could let us, if, let us know if you got it all right and all of that kind of stuff, you should have done. Like I got, I got like a delivery note from um, somebody's beeping outside. Shut up, dude. Sly businessman. Beep, 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 beep. Shut the fuck up, you fucking divvy. Oh, yeah, well, 11 minutes in, sweet. I've already blown the swearing anyway. But anyway, Jez runs something called Ancestor Leather Crafts, which you can see on the screen. Um, but also he, he works outside um, 
working in TV and film, making the leather stuff for um, various TV shows. And listen, like context as well is key. Jez, like us, he's not rich, but you know what? He's been through um, times like we all have where we haven't had much. And I was just so blown away by his kind gesture because he's put his hand in his pocket there. And, you know, he's not a millionaire. None of what are. But I think it just means more to me that I just like think, what a fucking lovely man. What a lovely gesture. And I know that um, Zoe and Neil are buzzing about it. So I just think that's the wonderful thing about this community. Like people just do that, like off their own back, out the goodness of their own heart. Again, like real news, go to Ancestor Leather Crafts, leave them a review. You can go to Etsy as well if you want to buy some things. Um, that's etsy.com forward slash UK forward slash shop forward slash Ancestor Leather Craft. Get it in there, man. Like, honestly, just love that. I'll see what's happening in the comments because these are all there. Nice one. Where's the where's the thing? Right, there we go. Here we go. Thank you, says Leon. Oh, Jez, says Joanne. Thank you, says Zoe. Awesome news, says Bob. Uh, Zoe's saying, I did message her. Yes, it's here. Seriously, thank you. Dude, thank Jez. I just... Um, was the middleman on this? It's all Jez, this man, um, and I just hope it brings you a bit of um, more peace of mind, you know, something like that. Um, I know it has me when I've got one running upstairs. I mean, we're like hanging out here with um, my partner's sister and her partner. There's a lot of partners, um, so it's like a summer thing. It's one of the reasons why we're here. They live in Barcelona, so we've come to the hills outside Barcelona and hang out with them. So that's why. So hold on a minute. Leon saying, love you guys. Love you right back. Kale is saying, if the beep and sesame is like their version of the ice cream man, except they sell bread and cured meats. Oh, yeah, man, tell us about it. I think what it is, though, there's like a medical center kicking about. And you know, you're like to park there for a certain time. I think somebody's probably parked there and they're going, fuck, mad. They're not having it. Jez is here, the king. No worries, it's nice to be nice, and that can't change the world, but it can make a difference. That'll make it better. I hope it helps. Honestly, dude, got all the love in the world for you for that cool action. It really gave me a lift as well. I just love that kind of stuff, man. And uh, Leon is saying it will, Jez. Brilliant. What a magic, magic scenario. Honestly, big up yourselves and respect, man. And it's like, a wonderful thing that the things that um, are coming out of this live chat are just being made real like that. And what we hope to do on a national level is um, continue the good work that we've been doing with others and get these things mandated everywhere, public transport, schools, hospitals, you bloody well name it, are the places. Just a little shout out, please say that one of the co-founders of Extinction Rebellion, Gail Bradbrook, will be joining us on Cow Daily next week. That's Tuesday morning at 9.30am. And just a shout out to Scientist Goes Pop for the intro um, is appreciated. Also give him a follow as well for all of your science-based needs. Right, so this was yesterday morning. So I get up, I do the sunrise with the dog, get him ran, and uh, just wanted to show you a little bit about where I am. Also, clock this as well, Catalonian separatist graffiti. I can't read that on the left, but I'm pretty sure that FCK, SPN means fuck Spain. It means fuck Spain. It really does mean fuck Spain, honestly. So anyway, this is what the temperatures are. And like this was yesterday um, for audio people. 
Um, an extremely hot day in Spain with temperatures up to 44.4 C at El Granado in Andalusia, one of the hottest June days in Spain. France also had a chair of heat, Marseille Observatory Palais, Longchamp rose to 38 degrees C and broke its monthly record, which was still belonging to 1935. Now, just a point on the climate emergency, right? Um, <laughs> these te te high temperatures have always happened. There's always been them, you know, like quite a lot of countries' records are from many years ago. But the difference is now is they're happening more intensely and more frequently and more close together. So what that then means is, is like this morning, for example, when I got up at sunrise, the te air temperature was like 20 degrees, but the heat was still radiating up off the ground because it's been like quite a while of temperatures being over 20 degrees as a minimum. It's the minimum temperature, which can be a problem, not just for like sea temperatures, land temperatures, that kind of thing, but also for the body. Um, and that's what happened to me. Like so yesterday, the day before, I was absolutely wrecked, like fully and utterly and totally wrecked. But um, I had a reasonable sleep last night and I've hydrated and got enough to do with the show. We can see there, I mean, we haven't got the 40 odd degrees, but we've had it up to 35 up here. It just makes you feel sick. I'm down in the cellar, right? Because upstairs, the the way these buildings are designed, there's not very good ventilation. You can't like really get the air out in the morning, so it's stuffy, man. And that kind of stuffiness, even when I was a kid, it would just make you feel sick. So I was sick the other night in the toilet. It wasn't the best. I didn't like it. So anyway, I'll just play this quick video, right? And it's your boy, your favorite. That's Wes Streeton, <laughs> I cannot stand him. I mean, who can? But here he is here. This is what he has to say. We're not going to promise everything for everyone, everywhere, all at once. We know we can't afford that. We're making hard choices. We're not... Just one more time. We're not going to promise everything for everyone, everywhere, all at once. We know we can't afford that. We're making hard choices. We're not going to promise everything for everyone, everywhere, all at once. We know we can't afford that. We're making hard choices. So, there's your boy, Streeton. And the reason I show that little clip, two seconds. Shut up! Sorry, it was me dogs just going absolutely acker upstairs, and I'm just not having it. Quite frankly, it's distracting. So anyway, Streeton, he is an absolute glim, but that's the, the line that we're going to be hearing time after time after time that and hard fiscal choices it's the new you remember when the tories got in and there was some jokey note left at the treasury where it was like oh the money's gone oh, probably somebody went to school with and the tories then took that note and for the virtual entire cameron premiership osborne they just never shut up about like oh well labor spent all the money labor spent all the money well, it's Labour's turn now, and it's hard fiscal choices. We're not doing everything everywhere all at once. I mean, look, I could list off a ream of pledges, not not going back to just Keir Starmer's 10 pledges to get elected, 10 lies. They just keep, like, reneging on things constantly. And um, this is the time where people would really do well to just shut the fuck up about, like, getting Labour in, because I think we all know what's coming. Nothing that's going to benefit us at all. It's not going to benefit us in any way, shape, or form. And in some respects, they'll be worse than the Tories. And I'll tell you why later on. There's a few little things that you might have missed over the weekend. Um, but, you know, I've been on the road and I've still done me research because that's what I do.
tiring it was though. But anyway, here's the context around this street and stuff, right? This is at Richard Hewson on Twitter. So average house price today, 285,000. I'm maybe in the South pal. Average salary today, 26 grand. That's 11 times a multiple. So anyway, in 1993, um, the year I left school actually, 56,500 was your average house price. Average salary, 17,800. That's a multiple of 3.2. So if you look at it 11 times versus 3.2 times, a big difference. So to those same, oh, we survived high interest rates in the 90s, your house price was not 11 times your salary. And a hell of a lot of these GB news wallers, right? Are just, just, it's, they just don't admit that. Why do they, why do they admit that when they're going like, stop eating avocados or whatever the hell it is? So anyway, this from the IMF, that's the International Monetary Fund. Rising corporate profits were the largest contributor to Europe's inflation of the past two years as companies increased prices by more than the spike in costs of imported energy. Your boy Paul Daly from Socialist Think Tank quote, quote tweeted that, quote tweeted, contrary to logic defying insinuations by Sunak and Labour that public sector pays the cause of inflation, here's the IMF saying it's not, corporate greed is. Listen, the International Monetary Fund are hardly were friends. I mean, I remember protesting against the IMF when I was a kid, right? Like when I was like in my early 20s, late teens, right? They're, they're, they're not a force for good in general. But even they are saying this is down to corporations. So what's the problem? Well, I would strongly suggest this kind of talk right here is part of the problem. We're not going to promise everything for everyone everywhere all at once. We know we can't afford that. We're making hard choices. We're not going to promise everything for everyone everywhere all at once. We know we can't afford that. We're making hard choices. We're not going to promise everything for everyone everywhere all at once. Bring it in, people. That we're making hard choices. They're going to re we're repeat it. You may as well hear it all now. All at once. We know we can't afford that. We're making hard hard choices. Hard choices. Hard fiscal choices, motherfucker. Hard fiscal choices, right? Translators, fuck all working class people. You get no leg up and we're pulling the trap door. This little shitbag street in, putting out some like complete and utter puff piece like autobiography where it's like, I was like really poor and working class and all that. So fucking what, mate? You're an absolute menace now to society and everybody in general. These people are all about themselves. Do not get it twisted, and we'll show more evidence of that very soon. So this from at underscore W Revolution on Twitter. A few of my friends and a kid's finances per month. Rent, £550. Energy, £220. That's on it. It's got to be like a small flat for £550, man. Water, £30. Council tax, £110. Internet, £40. Phone, £25. TV, £13. Car insurance, £40. So that's £1,028. This person's friend earns about £1,200 a month, so this leaves her with £172 per month. And that's not disposable. I don't see food in that list, right? So for the kids and her, 172 quid for the rest. So where is the leisure? Where is the ability to treat the kids? Where's the, How do you save up for presents for the birthdays, Christmas, school trips, that kind of thing? Straight away, you're feeling a certain kind of way. I mean, um, there's times where I, I couldn't go to school trips at school and, like you know, the skiing trip and all that crap. 
<laughs> I mean, they might not have had that in your school, right? But I went to a school which was in quite a posh area, but we lived in the servants' quarters, so it was double, double the problem. I mean, I had trainers. <laughs> so that is something for me, right, which is just, it blows my mind. And I don't think it's because these people are out of touch. I think they fully know what they're doing. I just don't think they care. And I think there's enough um, evidence fully to support what I'm trying to say. Um, they do not give a shit about us, and it's a high time that we acknowledge this and just worked on that basis. Just another thing I wanted to raise before I move on to the next um, bit. Um, I'm not going to name names, but I don't think that's, I need to. But there's the amount of infighting in the left, but also in like left, in the independent media, is a joke. It's a joke, and um, you really need to sort yourselves out. All ears, all ears need your heads knocking together. Seriously, we've got to provide opposition to people who are literally trying to do nothing for people who are already in poverty. We've just shown a um, graphic there of somebody who's like, basically that's the poverty line. If you look at the price of food, 172 pounds to feed kids and the person for a month. And these people are fighting each other. Now I can't help thinking that's a little bit suspect. And it's certainly on any level in self-indulgent. And there's a hell of a lot of like, oh, forget about the past and just focus on the now and all that shit. Like, listen, if we don't actually detail out and diagnose what the problems were before, then we can't like remodel a new movement based on the needs of 2023. So I just find that kind of talk fucking ridiculous. Um, also find the framing around it fucking ridiculous too. Like, just what? What? So what's the solution then? What is it? The two, uh, there's two main protagonists. Both of you come on, open invite, and we'll talk it through. Because I just really fucking think this is madness. I was on the road, like caught up on a, a, most of it last night, and I just started laughing. Pure schoolyard nonsense, man. We've got a fucking world to win. Knock your fucking heads together, you fucking dafties. Anyway, right? Let's get back to this. Not streeting. I'm not going to horror bag you with that. Do you remember John Gummer? John Selwyn Gummer, um, he was the guy, right, who uh, he was, in 1990, he fed his daughter a burger at the height of the BSC Kreuzfeld Jakob thing. Now, the reason I, I throw this up is he's to the left of the Labour Party and Keir Starmer on this issue that I'm about to play you. Check this out. Just two seconds. I tell you what, you can tell I'm rusty. Rusty Lee. That's me. I've got a big smile and a big heart, like big old Rusty. Yeah, you didn't make them like Rusty Lee anymore. What a belt. Is she still going, Rusty Lee? Loved her, me. Like she was just like, you know, like a kind woman when you were growing up as a kid. That was a big Rusty. Anyway, John Selwyn Gummer. I don't want to interfere with what the law has done. What I'm saying to the establishment is these people are doing what they're doing because we are not moving fast enough and we have to. The whole political establishment should realize that these protests come from people who are desperate because they know their future is being imperiled because we're not doing enough. I want everybody to realize just how 
absolutely urgent it is. They ought to be in touch with their members of parliament. They ought to make themselves a nuisance in every circumstance they can, because we have to act now. If we don't act now, it's not only disastrous, but it's also enormously more expensive. So people really ought to do it for their own pockets. Big up Che Guevara there, a.k.a. John Selwyn Gummer, who was a Tory minister, who ill-advisedly tried to feed his bairn a burger. And what he's talking about there, he's at a Just Stop Oil protest for the audio people who maybe couldn't see that it was Just Stop Oil that posted it. Um, mind blower for anybody who remembers him, and I think obviously he'd been part of the Thatcher government too. So we've got like full-on Thatcher rights, sounding as if they're sitting there rocking the crystals and giving it the big one. These are crazy times, and the Labour Party's to the right of a Thatcher, Thatcher cabinet minister. Just take that one in. <laughs> I mean, it's like nothing surprising, but it's kind of is and it isn't, if you know what I mean. I think um, what I'm angling at is I'll keep chipping away at this cool face and I've got some of years and I for a fact I have because a couple of years ago you were calling us worse than shit and now it's like oh, yeah, you were right that's all right it's not an ego thing but we're always right and I'm messing so that's a crack really I mean it's just every day feels like the twilight zone doing this man because we have things like that popping up and I'm just like no not John Gummer it is it's the actual John Gummer in his dotage, in his older age, just like fighting fighting for the planet, but still a bit Tory at the end, and it's like going to cost a load more. So it's a reasonable enough um, assessment. <laughs> Imagine like um, seeing anybody from the Labour Party doing that now. I, I mean, I read yesterday that they're going to bin Ed Miliband. Um, so they've done the hard left, they're coming for the soft left now, and he deserves it. If you want to know why, who is the real Ed Miliband is on youtube.com forward slash Cowdaily, this very channel. Also, if you're just tuning in for the first time, you can catch us on audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, most other podcast platforms. But those are the two main ones, and we appreciate if you'd subscribe there. Also, if you'd subscribe to youtube.com forward slash cowdaily, um, especially from next week when we're more situated in a long-term place, we'll be um, banging it out because the channel got monetized, thanks to you. So I'm going to really work it and um, put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Can't not can't not really can you when that happens i can't anyway text me a comment sir david teasdale hola mike hola right back at you sir do he's saying jez your agent uh, thanks mate if anybody's just tuning in you can find out um towards the start of the show that big jez hunt there is one of the greatest people ever so scroll back to the start and you'll know why uh Jez saying if pay for everyone isn't beyond inflation, it's not the cause of inflation, but prices, especially energy costs, are way beyond inflation. It's caused by greed. Totally, and it's been proven, and the IMF say so. And that's mad. Again, it's another John Selwyn Gummer canary in the coal mine, isn't it? It's just like, it's even, I think there's positivity because even reaching these people who ordinarily you would just think they'd be the last people to say something about what really matters. But here we are. The world is a crazy one. Samuel Thomas and Guardio. Greetings, brother. We could use a new number on screen. At John the Preacher, would you like to exchange a number on a screen for a number on a screen? I don't know what this means. I should always read. But if you could do that, it would, it would be good. David T. Still just noticed the Metal Line t-shirt mint. It's from um, 
something called Raji City, which is an independent clothing company out of Newcastle. Uh, it says Metroland Gateshead Resort on it. And that's key because it, it was in Gateshead. And when I was a miscreant, that's where I would hang out and sometimes rob the bandits. Um, security. We'd also go down there on the, on the um, rides and that off our boxes. Probably wasn't a good idea, but there you go. Right, Susie is saying, 12 per month and rent is nearly half that. We are living in a capitalist heaven, turning the USA over here. Totally. I mean, it seems to me this, like, the rhetoric from Sunak is a disgrace and the rhetoric from Labour is also a disgrace. We've got to do this ourselves. It's those small acts like jazz and other things, and this is the thing that we're building, you know. Um, systems outside of this that benefit us first, we need to, like, concentrate our efforts around stabilising each other first. But I swear to God, we need to um, push this on and we need to spread that good vibe to others because fuck's sake, it's not going to happen from these, is it? And as ex-Tory cabinet minister John Selwyn Gummer exclaims, I've got much time. And it's one of the reasons why I'm over here this summer, because I want to see it, I want to feel it, the sharp end of it. Just don't want it to explode me ass, though, Bob, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, what else we got? Michael is saying, there's always infighting on the left, too many linos left in name only. There's a bit of that, yeah, but I just think there's like, I think as well, people's heads are a bit boxed after lockdowns, right? Like psychological impact of it. And I'm seeing some really off behavior from people. Now, I maybe, I maybe it's just reaching and maybe that's just how it always has been and I haven't seen it, but I'm telling you, nah, what's going on is not the one. People like just kind of like in their own little mad silos with their own little mad groups. And this is why I like what we do because fuck all that, fuck all the isms and all that. Food and bellies, heat and radiators are in air, electricity and aircon now. We can talk about everything else after that. If you haven't got a plan for that, but you've got a plan for fighting each other, I think you're a suspect cunt. Everybody can use that word. Alias. Every single fucking one of you is doing, doing that and feeding that and, and just trying to like go, oh, this is this and this is that. Look at the end of the day, that um, period from 2015 to 2019 wasn't all like bloody um, bed of roses. It was bloody hard and it was hard every frigging day being called some kind of like mentalist and crank and all of this just for simply trying to fight for a better world. Many of us having like all of those issues in our own life ourselves this isn't some abstract fucking pod <laughs> poverty safari you know none of it we live this man it's my life so yeah dead keen to like get the heat in the radiators and the food in the bellies and see them wages get them ri risen and now talking about like oh we've got to like look at the co context of like the economy like sunak saying that context of the economy for him is sound doesn't matter what things cost for him he doesn't notice man and he doesn't care either let's have it right jez is saying eventually the labor party is just going to be keir stalin's big donkey nonce head in a job <laughs> donkey nonce man Paul saying, be kind to yourself, make it easier to pass the kindness on without burning Defo, brother, nice one. Kel is saying, is there a main forum chat for when you are live? Kel, if you go on youtube.com forward slash cow daily, if you hit the bell, 
um, and you select all from the drop down menu, it'll send you a notification when we go live. Well, most of the time, I think it's the more you do, the more it'll give you. Um, also, it's generally 10 a.m. weekday mornings. Over summer, we might be starting to do um, night times. Now we're monetized as well because um, I can justify the time and also potentially a music-based thing on um, Mixcloud Live on a Sunday. So Sunday mornings, I've wanted to do like a, a music-related show. So I haven't set that up yet, but that's been the plan for the summer because it'll be hot, so I'll be inside more, so more time to like, I used to DJ, did things with, I'll tell you about it on that show actually, but um, I need to learn the new thing. So it's, I couldn't do that until I'd learned how to edit this. So anyway, that's the long answer. Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. most mornings. Um, and as I say, the more monetization occurs, the more that'll be every morning. Kel is saying, and tried to wear last weekend's wristband for Metroland. Can't forget that. Hoping they wouldn't check, but they always did. I also, you could like kind of slide it off slide, and then slide it back on your mate's hand as well. But like later on, my hands got too big, so couldn't do it. Sly. I like that. All brothers and Sly. Jacqueline Hemmons. Hi, sorry, I'm late. Hoping to get back from the shopping in time. Nice to see you, pal. Always a pleasure. Samuel is saying, still here. Samuel, I didn't understand your question, dude. So if you could reframe that in something I can understand. Maybe Catalan. Then I might have a better chance. Um, Joanne, breakfast boogie sounds cool. I saw like 10 o'clock Sunday morning for a couple hours. Do you know what I mean? Get the tunes on. Yeah, let's not forget your own roof of your head in emergency accommodation at the moment in hotels like being in a prison. Totally. This is what we've got to do, man. We've got to shine light on all these things, and that's what we're aiming to do and have been doing with Kyle Daly and, you know, yourself. Um, we've been having great success with the old skeleton staff, but the more we build, the more we can actually build proper independent media. And I swear to fucking God, I'm not getting involved in these this infighting other than what I've said. But come at us, man. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's the fucking point. Like, what is the point? I mean, people calling each other spooks and all that. Get your proof out. Do it, man. Prove the fucking thing. Because if that's the case, not great, is it? Um, if you want to know all this about, just go online. Go on Twitter. You'll fucking find it. <laughs> Absolutely mad. I'm bloody pleased that I was on the road because I would have got out involved myself. And just I'm just not interested. I'm interested in pushing things forward positively. And actually doing um, heating the radiators and food in the bellies, like you know what I mean? Because that's normal. Because people are hurting, so we should put our energies into that. Just a little one of those, like that's life. Human interest stories here. And um, this is near where I used to live in Shetland. A cow has been moved. This cow is stuck in Sandwick opposite the electric substation. Anyone know who they belong to? <laughs> so a cow's been stuck in Sandwick and Shetland. Everybody, I just thought you should know. Interesting. Just a little um, last bit here. Spotted at Rupert Murdoch's summer party at the 18th century aristocratic palace, Spencer House, where outside PA snappers clicked and inside guests enjoyed finger bowls, including peas and chorizo. It's peasant food, to be fair. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to say with that. Sunak was there with Akasha Murti's wife, unsurprising. Keir Starmer, but not his wife. Interesting. Cabinet ministers Oliver Dowden, Suella Braveman, Simon Hart, Penny Morden, Alex Chalk, Grand Shapps, blah, blah, blah. Michael Gove was there with his daughter um, and ex-wife Sarah Vine, who we compete with in the podcast chart. So if you want to stick one in the eye, get it downloaded on Apple Podcasts and listen to it. That would be the way to do it. So who else was there? Labour's Rachel Reeves. Wes Streeting. 
Sadiq Khan and Anasawa. Unbelievable. Honestly, were they there? Oh, I'm so surprised. So here we are, back to the same old, same old. Here's what Laura Pidcock's got to say about it. We shouldn't be surprised one bit that Starmer and other Labour Party politicians were at Murdoch's summer party. Their politics are not counter to the establishment, but firmly part of it. Bang on as ever from Pidcock there. And as we can see, the revolution won't be coming from a leader. The revolution will come when we learn to lead ourselves. And that's one of the messages that we're trying to get across with this. Stop hanging out for a leader, man. Stop projecting like needs for a leader on other people. We lead ourselves, but we do it together. Individuals as part of a collective. These people are not our friends. Rupert Murdoch, when has he ever been the, anybody's friend other than monies? So that's what we're dealing with. We've been talking about it for quite some time. And this is why I wanted to say something about all these mad schisms. We've got the leader of the so-called opposition and his lick spittles, or well, Streeton wants his job, like. And I think you might get it. When the view Starmer to basically ragdoll the left, left and right, and then they just bring Streeton in on some bullshit. I'm really working class, yeah. Really working class, me. Fucking shut up. Free the coup, says Jez. Indeed, they're all in it together. It says Jez Hunt again. He says jump, they say how high, says David Teasdale. Kel's saying Laura's always spot on. Indeed, Joanne's saying get hold of that pitchfork, let's go. Class in it. Oh, it's which way? That way. Look at them pitchforks, man. Okay, come on. There we're gone. Hang on a minute. I see the Wagner group have gone back to being Nazi terrorists again. They were freedom fighters for the shortest amount of time ever. Listen, um, I've said before that we'll start reporting on the war after it's done. It's propaganda central, left and right, right? where I could posit my um, opinion on how I just thought the whole thing was a load of shite. Um, but apparently that's not okay these days, so I'm not going to. But after the war, trust me, we'll be doing plenty Kel, same, I fought hard for a campaign here on concert, went back, back on purpose to work for the 2019 election. Good for you, man. She deserves it. She's one of the only genuine ones that are out there, man. It's an absolute travesty. She's not in Parliament still, in my opinion. In my opinion, my, oh, hold on, <laughs> Lizanne, where's me mum loves Peter Manson Street? Isn't it, though? He's just like unbelievable little basic bitch cringe. I can't stand him. In any way, shape, or form. You might have worked that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is brilliant. Hold on a minute. Michaelson, constantly prove your point. The community took the, the took on the man and won. Constant incinerator is not happening. Michael told us yesterday. Absolutely fantastic. So for people like who don't know about that, obviously they want to put a big incinerator in concert in old steel town in northwest Durham. And the people fought and the people won. Pitchforks at the ready for the concert. Massive. Loving it. Night's been nice, pals. Um, really, really happy. Well done when your campaign, says Joanne. Brilliant. Jacqueline's saying which part of the anatomy we're sticking those pitchforks right up there, hint ends. Right up there, dark passage. That's where it's going. If you want to support my work, please go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Also, if you could watch the videos on YouTube, because we're monetized there now. So when the ads play, we get a little taste of it. And obviously, we're going to be settled over the next month or two. So lots of stuff on the YouTube channel. So please subscribe to it. And as I mentioned earlier, 
uh, from the drop down menu, click the bell, select all, and you should be sweet. Also, if you want to make a one off donation to work, you can go to the PayPal link in the description. Also, there's something called Super Chat now, which is a dollar sign at the bottom of YouTube. You can click on that and do that there. Cheers, lads and lasses. Always a pleasure, never a chore. I'm going to get myself. Um, it's getting hot. I can feel it's getting hot. And one of the reasons I'm getting off is I need to strip off. And um, stop uh, Stop with the thirst. <laughs> right, I'm off. Hold on a minute. Where's the... Where's the... There they are. See you later. Um, mate, probably won't be tomorrow. Probably Thursday, more likely. Uh, I've just got a bit of other work on tomorrow. So Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Um, next week, don't forget, one of the co-founders of Extinction Rebellion... Tuesday, 9.30 a.m. Cool, man. Later. <laughs>